All right. Thanksgiving week 2023. And this is a big one. Episode 50. Let's clap it up. Yeah, 50. It seems like just a couple weeks ago we were turning on the microphones. And it's kind of crazy that uh, we've hopped on a call 50 times in a row during football season. Um, some time off in the summer. But it when you look at it in totality, it's a pretty big number. And I feel like we've developed a website. We've got some, We've got active on the blog. So. And then this week in football, Michigan-Ohio State, so huge week. And to celebrate 50, we're bringing back some of the people who have been with us for the ride. So after we do a little football breakdown, the normal stuff, we're going to see a little bit where are they now with everyone who's been on the show in the first 50 episodes. So something different, a way to celebrate 50, a little bit longer for your Thanksgiving week. If you have to work Friday, maybe a little something extra to listen to. Um or for but your yeah, commute be... to grandma's house. Commute to or, grandma's. Yep, yep. If you're home for the holidays, your flight back. I mean, the possibilities possibilities are endless. So uh, excited to have some people back on and talk about some stuff all over the map. Um, but for now, we'll start off. It is Tuesday when we're recording. So in our recent memories, we'll save the game for last. But the game last night, Eagles go into Arrowhead, shut out the Chiefs in the second half come from behind in sloppy wet conditions and improve to nine and one. And for the, I think 27th week in a row, the Eagles either have the best or tied for the best record in the NFL, which is truly incredible. And I'm not trying to take it for granted, but a huge win as we head into that, that gauntlet. I know you said you didn't get to watch a ton of the game because you were on a flight, but Eagles nine and one. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. We're kind of heading in opposite directions. If you look at the Jets, unfortunately. Yeah, is there anything that stood out last night from that game? Obviously, I missed pretty much the entire thing. Is there anything that you saw last night that made you feel better about if you were to potentially match up with that team again in a Super Bowl or anything just in general moving forward to the playoffs? Patrick Mahomes. I I feel like we know Patrick Mahomes is good, and we watch him a lot, but playing against him, he is – he his awareness in the pocket of, like, when to leave and when to throw the ball, even as much as – probably gaining a couple extra penalties that other people wouldn't get because he throws the ball. I think he throws the ball at the perfect time when like a lineman lunges and he's like, all right, if this guy touches me, it's going to be a penalty. He just seems like every level of the game and every little thing that he does is like, seems perfect. And he's incredible. And it was so frustrating to watch against him. Like Fletcher Cox had his hands on him in the backfield and he ends up scrambling for like 15 yards down the sideline at one point. Um, he is incredible. He's very good. The rest of their offense is not. They dropped. Mm-hmm. They had MVS had a, had a bomb that was – it hit him in the hands, and he probably – there's definitely a lot of receivers who would have made that play. Um, wasn't an easy play, but it was a very catchable ball, and he wasn't very covered. And uh, Justin Watson on fourth down and 25. Again, he, he was about to get shellacked by two guys. And that ball went right through his hands. It was wet, but that's football. You got to be able to execute. And the Chiefs were not able to execute. And they definitely have some weaknesses on on the outside. So if we match up with them again, it's good that our defense was able to put it together. It's kind of the opposite of the Super Bowl, where second half the Chiefs scored every single time they touched the ball. Um, but yeah, another game where you felt like you were getting dominated, felt like the Eagles were getting outplayed, and all of a sudden they have the ball down four down three and Jalen Hurts makes an incredible throw down the sideline and then they take the lead but 
an interception in the red zone, a Travis Kelsey fumble in the red zone. Those are things that you can't really rely on, but this Eagles team just keeps finding a way to win. It's really incredible. Yeah, they looked awesome all year. Um, not much else to say about it. I think I think that would be a great great to see that Super Bowl rematch again. We'll see if we get it. The Ravens, the Ravens look pretty good in the uh, in the AFC. I think the Eagles are pretty far and away the best team in the NFC. Um, but the AFC looks like it's a little more muddled. But Joe Bird going down definitely. I think depletes the field a little. So we could definitely see that rematch. I think there's going to be a lot of chaos in the playoffs actually until it's going to be like a good March Madness tournament. I know we've talked about this before where it's chaos in the first weekend, maybe a little bit in the second weekend, but by the time you get the championship Sunday, it's the, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Eagles 49ers chiefs and then probably the Ravens. I think, those three teams are almost like I'd be very surprised if they don't get there. But I think there could be a lot of other chaos with like the Browns could beat almost anybody with that defense. The Texans seem to have life against almost everybody. Uh, the Jags last year came back against the Chargers in the playoffs. So it's like, I think we're going to get a lot of good games and then it's going to be like, all right, now it's time for, for the big boys to come out. It's going to be Philly, San Fran, Kansas City, and and potentially Baltimore or maybe somebody else. Uh, is like the wild card in that group. But those three teams, I think, I, I would be pretty shocked if anyone else wins the Super Bowl besides the Eagles, 49ers, or Chiefs, to be completely honest. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And I think that's kind of how the sentiments felt all year. Even I think the Eagles are just about the only team that feels like they were as good as they were a year ago. Maybe the Niners, but like the Chiefs seem a little worse. I don't know. The, the thing with the it's Eagles the Eagles Super Bowl to lose. It's theirs to lose they, this year. They don't have they still have not played like a full game of domination. I guess the closest thing was that Dolphins game, but even the Dolphins game, they gave up a defensive touchdown. So it's mm-hmm. like they haven't really put it together, which is good because sometimes like last year the Giants were or the Vikings, I guess are a better example last year. They're like 12 and 2, and it's like, man, they're 12 and 2. Eagles also 12 and 2. Eagles are like they just kind of grind out games and they're consistent and they win. And the Vikings are like, oh my God, they're winning all these games in incredible fashion. Where like in the playoffs, you don't think it's going to be sustainable. Where this Eagles team, it's like they just find a way. And if they step it up at all in the playoffs and play four full quarters, I don't think there's anybody that's going to beat them. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd feel pretty good if I had an Eagles future right now. But uh, well, speaking of the only team, uh, that has beaten the Eagles this year. And the <laughs> only quarterback, the only quarterback who has beaten the Eagles this year, Dom, uh, do you know who that quarterback is? Yeah, it's it's uh, the backup to... Uh, no, the third string, inactive third, third string. stringer. Who's he behind? Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, Xavier yeah, Tim Boyle's back. Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle's backup. How about how about Xavier, Xavier High School in Middleton, Connecticut, Middletown, Connecticut? Uh, about 30 minutes from where I'm sitting right now, uh, my my high school's biggest rival in football. They have two NFL starting quarterbacks right now. The only the only schools that have wow. more right now are Alabama. Well, Mac Jones got benched, so they have as many starting quarterbacks as Ohio State, Alabama. If you count Jalen Hurts, like Xavier High School. Who who, who is it? It's uh, Will Levis and Tim Boyle. Oh my, <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. 
two great starting quarterbacks too in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, or no, uh, Warren will will love us on the way up. Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle can win you. He might be able to win you a game. I don't think so. He had he he has not had a game with more uh, touchdowns than interceptions since high school, I believe. Uh, um, in college, he must have been college. No. No, he went to UConn. His stats at UConn for three years was one touchdown to 13 picks. And then he went to Eastern Kentucky for his senior year after sitting out a year and threw 11 touchdowns and 13 picks. It's really amazing how he's on an NFL roster, let alone getting an NFL, an NFL start. But yeah. he, yeah. uh, that he's is, an interesting yeah. guy. We can make this pretty quick on the Jets. Um, I'm I'm pretty sick of talking about the Jets. I hear about it from my friends. I hear about it at work. First thing at my Monday morning call was uh, one of my one of the people on my project team going, uh, yeah, Colin, I'm sorry. I caught a little bit of the Jets game yesterday, and it seems like nothing's getting better. And I told them, well, if Ohio State loses on Saturday with the way football is going, I might need to take a couple weeks off. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson benched for – the third or fourth time in his career um, this now for Tim Boyle after being benched for Chris Strebler, after being benched for Aaron Rodgers, after being benched for Mike white, after being benched for Joe Flacco. So he uh, he's got quite the impressive resume. He's up there probably with the biggest busts of all time. Um, I would like to think that if the right situation occurred with him as a rookie, and the Jets didn't attempt to neuter him and stop him from trying to make big plays. Maybe something better would have happened, but uh, I don't think it's all Zach's fault. I never did. I always kind of wanted to believe in him and it didn't work out. So back to square one, the season's over. Aaron Rodgers should not come back. I don't think he will come back. Um, they need to draft a receiver. They need three new offensive linemen. And I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And I wouldn't be shocked if some of these coaches get fired, but all that combined and they still beat the Eagles this year. <laughs> so it's fuck crazy. You. <laughs> so you're on the Eagles, but yeah, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, you can get a piece of the banner at the hang up. Yeah. And they beat the <laughs> we Super can Bowl. We can hang champs. it at one Jets drive. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the Jets um, are that's it's disarray over there. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's, getting it, it's gonna get worse before it gets better, it seems like with Tim Boyle at the helm. It's almost like mm-hmm. I mean, who would New York City, biggest market in the world? Probably mm-hmm. two st- two football teams share stadium and the starting quarterbacks you get to see every Sunday are Tim Boyle and Tommy DeVito. Yep. It really does seem like there's a quarterback epidemic where there's just about five quarterbacks who are difference maker level good. And then everybody. And else. one of those guys is a rookie. Like CJ Stroud is now a top yeah. ten quarterback. I think. I think it's yeah. pretty clear. I mean, he probably. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is has to be one. But if you're looking on a straight mm-hmm. value basis, you'd almost rather have like CJ Stroud might be third on that list. Yeah, because he's got three more years where he's really cheap, and then he's got one year of his fifth year option. So if you're yeah. the Texans, you got your window. It's open. So figure it it's out now. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think they're going to make the play. I could see them winning a playoff game. They should get in. That, that win over the Bengals this weekend was – or two weekends ago was huge. They escaped the Cardinals. And now the Bengals' burrow goes down. We talked about that seventh spot. I think it's going to be theirs. I can't 
the Broncos are kind of pushing. Maybe they make a late run at that spot. But, but they're better than I think they're better than the Broncos. They are better than the Broncos. The Broncos I don't think really really play anyone too tough, but that's another I mean, team that the Jets beat. Because <laughs> the Broncos. Yeah. So so the Texans could could easily make some noise in the playoffs. Um the Steelers are probably going to get into the playoffs if they could if they continue with the way they're playing. Matt Canada relieved of his duties today. First time the looked, Steelers fire a coordinator midseason ever. So that's how it you looks know. like we're going to get at least one quarterback in each conference that we're like, how is blank starting a playoff game? Like it's either going to yeah. be DTR, it's going to mm-hmm. be Kenny Pickett. Uh, I mean. Unless the unless the wild card spots in the AFC are like, I mean, the Browns are almost a lock. It's at this gonna point be. At it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be the Bills and the Dolphins and the Chiefs, the Ravens and the Browns, the Jags, and then it's gonna be between the Texans and the Steelers for that last spot. So we might get two quarterbacks. So like, I mean, if Stroud makes it, yeah. Stroud's pretty elite, but. We might get DTR and Kenny Pickett in, which that's yeah. that's some, there's some money to be made on a wild card weekend, but yeah, for sure. And then in the NFC, you're probably looking at Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, Seahawks, Lions, Vikings, and then the NFC. Yeah, South. so Josh Dobbs. I mean, like I know everyone's all in on Dobbs and Sandy. That around, is but like this is one of the like I can't think of a more. I'm trying to think of like a crazier stretch in football. It really is incredible what he's been able to step in and do. And they don't have – they haven't had Justin Jefferson this whole time. And you'd have to think that that, that he's only going to get better with more time. So, I mean, he's really been been incredible for them. Mm-hmm. He's He's been above average, which for his circumstances is incredible. Winning – yeah, I mean, they just need to – they need to win, and, and that's what they're mm-hmm. doing, especially in a weaker NFC where – Yeah, that one the, against the, the Broncos are, hurt. But they should yeah. be in good shape. Yeah, Packers, Bears, Cardinals are dead. Panthers are dead. NFC South is only getting one team in. So, I mean, the door is going to be there. the The thing is, though, with the looking at the potential standings, the Eagles are going to line up likely with the Cowboys in the second round. I think if the Eagles get the bye, the Cowboys will be the five, and they'll and they'll get to play. Uh, they'll have to go to like Atlanta or go to New Orleans. So. We're probably looking at that unless there's a six or the seven seed wins, which we saw last year the Giants well, beat the Vikings. So, oh, that's right. Okay, I was about to say, but yeah, you're right. Um, well, speaking of the playoffs, Dom, we got one week left before conference championships and college football. Yep. Put the game aside. What are the big matchups this week that you're looking forward to? I know personally, Oregon, Oregon State. We this could be the last yep. time we see it for a while. We got the Apple yep. Cup that just renewed, but always a fun game. Um, is there anything else that you're looking at? I mean, Texas, Texas tech. We don't know the next time we're going to see that. That's always a fun one. Uh, is there any games that outside of Ohio state, Michigan, that real quick you're looking forward to, and what are you looking for in those matchups? Well, so I've realized that I don't hide my biases about what teams I bet on. So like, <laughs> if you hear me give my, if you follow me on Twitter and see my top 10 poll that I put out, my power rankings, which people were very upset about. I had somebody who, some random account who I don't follow, uh, thought it was atrocious. But I am on, I am all over the Alabama Crimson Tide, left, right, and center to win the national mm-hmm. championship. 
So now I'm running the nightmare scenario in my head. I'm like, I need one of these teams to lose so we don't have four, three undefeated teams in Texas ahead of mm-hmm. them. So I think, I think they would get in over Texas, but we've already hashed that out. Yes. Um, so, but I think very interesting, which has big implications for the playoff, Florida, Florida state with the injury to Jordan Travis, mm-hmm. how will you respond? I, I think I saw someone else. I I've seen this talk about, Oh, could you leave them out if they, if they struggle and they're not the same team without Jordan no, Travis, it's the Cardell Jones rule. It's, it's, the yeah, Jones it's like rule. nobody, nobody, it it would be if you are on that team in that locker room, a fan of that school and those those guys, and knowing the work that goes into a football season. If you win all your games and then your quarterback gets hurt, for somebody else to say, "Oh, well, you probably won't win because of that," you don't even get a chance is criminal. So I would not want that to ever happen. But if they do take a step back and they lose to Florida, I think they are probably out of the race. If they lose to Louisville, they're going to be out and Louisville's got too much ground to make up and lost to Pitt is not ideal. So I think that is the team that's probably on the biggest upset alert this weekend. Um, Oregon State, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be playing like it's the the last Pac-12 game for a long time and they have a chance to spoil Oregon season. So I think those are the two teams that have the biggest possibility to be to be upset this weekend. Yeah, I think if you're if you're someone who likes chaos, root for the Beavers this weekend, root for the Kentucky Wildcats, root for the Florida Gators, or at least just one of those two teams. Because what you're hoping for if you're a fan of chaos is you're hoping that Texas has two losses, Alabama has two losses, the loser of Michigan State, Ohio State has a loss, the ACC champ has a loss, the Pac-12 champ has two, or sorry, ACC champ has two losses, Pac-12 has two losses. So it gets to a scenario where Big Ten and SEC are in, but then no other conference has a one-loss champ. So then you got to start looking at the loser of Michigan, Ohio State. You got to start looking at a two-loss Oregon conference champion, a two-loss runner-up in Alabama, a two-loss Texas, who they could still win the conference with two losses and have a win over Alabama. Then you get a really interesting where it's like, should they just have Georgia play the winner of Michigan state or Michigan, Ohio state similar last year, actually not really. Cause it was the loser of Michigan, Ohio state. But I think there's, there is still for as, for as chalk as this season has gone down the stretch. When we keep saying we're waiting for chaos, the chaos scenario out there is still alive just because you have Washington and the apple cup. That's a crazy game that you never know what happens. The civil war, in Oregon, Oregon state that you can't count out the beavers there. And then you also have this Jordan Travis injury. You have Texas, Texas tech for one of the last times you have. Um, I mean, Ohio state, Michigan's its own entity, but then you you're going to get an Alabama, Georgia game where is if Alabama wins, there's still ways George. I mean, there's, there is a world. I think you could argue that, a one loss Georgia and a one loss loser of Michigan, Ohio state have the third and fourth best argument in the country. If all those other conferences have two losses, there's still a realistic, somewhat realistic scenario there, which is crazy. Yeah, it would be that there, there's a lot of ways to go and there's still probably eight teams that can get in. If you're counting 
nine, I guess, if you count Louisville, who like in theory, if all this mm-hmm. chaos happens and they win the ACC, they could have they could have an outside chance to backdoor their way in, but really probably not because I, I uh, think they, Georgia they still gets in over a one loss ACC champ. Yeah, yeah. And, and both Big Ten teams would be ahead of them. So that mm-hmm. I, I won't rule them out because they could be a twelve and one power five champion. Won't rule them out yet, but it does seem very unlikely if, even if they do pull it off because the Florida State win would be tainted a little bit without Jordan Travis. Yeah, and I think but, what you're looking at is if you want the two SEC, two Big Ten situation to happen, I think Oregon loses this week, but then wins the Pac-12 win next week. Yeah, Louisville wins the ACC, and then Texas loses either to Texas Tech or in the Big Twelve Championship. Which, like, you need three, four games like that are not. I think if you parlayed that, your odds would probably be pretty solid. But it's it's not that crazy to say it. You know, Georgia or Alabama won or Michigan won, Ohio State won, whatever. Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Final Four. And I think that would be a hell of a way to go out. It would be crazy. Um, Yeah, I mean, because it's not as much – there hasn't been the big chaos weekend, but because of that we have – we're sitting here on Thanksgiving with eight teams, nine teams that really have still have a chance, which I think is more than we've seen this late in the year before. Um, we obviously haven't seen a, t- a two-loss team ever make the 14 playoff. We haven't seen a two-loss team win a national championship since 2007, that crazy season when LSU mm-hmm. had two two triple overtime losses and was able to get up to number two in the BCS. Um, but that I don't think we're set up for, for a two-loss team to buck the trend this year. But all those games this weekend, the attention's on one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to to leave that to you. I think this is the biggest regular season college football game in the last in our lifetimes. So I'll be 25 on Friday. That's a quarter of a century. The biggest the most hype I remember for a regular season game before this would be uh, LSU Alabama game of the century in that LSU won nine to six. That was my cousin's freshman year of college. I remember because I watched the first half like at his dorm or something after a UConn football tailgate. Weirdly, I think so. I think I was a freshman in high school, so that's what 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago. So that one before that, I don't even remember. I'm trying to think like if you're counting conference championships that Alabama Florida both undefeated Tim Tebow loses game was huge but I mean regular season game I can't think of a bigger one than this between both teams 11-0 number two number three in the country Ohio State's lost the last two but you have the cheating scandal you have no Harbaugh you have Marvin Harrison Jr. one of the best college football players of recent memory and then you have two teams that are like they're not exactly death stars. So like really anything could happen. Yeah. I think it it's the Harbaugh stuff that um, mm-hmm. adds an element of it because it's two losses in a row for a team that the Ohio state's been historically dominant. Um, and it's the best then, rivalry in sports. And it's yes, it's rivalry. It just it adds, it adds, it adds, and it's crazy. So I am been, Back and forth. We when I was thinking preseason, if you asked me, I would I would have leaned Ohio State. 
after we played Ohio State, I was like, oh my God, Michigan is going to destroy them. Cause I was like, how did, I was like, but I, but now after we played both of Michigan and Ohio State and I've seen both teams play, I just, I think everybody's on like Michigan's the favorite. It's in Ann Arbor. A lot of people seem to be on Michigan. Um, I think I'm going to have to ride with the Buckeyes on Saturday. I just don't think they're going to lose again. And I think that I think right when everybody counts them out is like the most dangerous spot for them to be. Yeah. I think a lot of people, so all I've been hearing and I've, I've been trying to consume, obviously I love my Ohio state content, but, but I have to realize that that is going to come with a sense of bias. So I've been trying to consume as much national media around this game as possible to get a gauge for what are people saying? Because like, obviously half my circles are Ohio state people. So I think everyone's on the Buckeyes and then half of them are anti Buckeye. It feels like, because it seems like everyone's doubting us. So what I've come down to is it seems like everyone thinks Kyle McCord sucks, which yeah, as someone who has, you know, Zach Smith, uh, bad guy, but former Ohio state coach calls him Honda McCord. And I found myself doing that once or twice, mostly because it's funny. And I found myself yelling at the TV once or twice for him missing, you know, the best skill positions in the country on what seemingly was open routes. And I think what I've kind of come to grips with was Kyle McCord is the most college quarterback Ohio state's had since JT Barrett, where it's like in best case scenario, you know, who knows, maybe he'll have a great, year next year and maybe he'll stay another year and have a great year and maybe he'll end up like Joe Burrow or one of those guys who comes out of nowhere but bottom line is Ohio State had Dwayne Haskins one year top 15 pick NFL draft pick obviously you know rest in peace he didn't end up being the great starter but he was an NFL player by week three then they get Justin Fields who you know top 11 draft pick Heisman finalist his first year right out of the transfer portal unbelievable leads him to the playoff then they get C.J. Stroud, who's already a top seven quarterback in the league. These guys are coming off the assembly line. Now we have Kyle McCord. He can make some really good throws. He has great skill position players. He makes some really bad misses like any normal college quarterback. He's like he's closer to Sean Clifford than he is C.J. Stroud. But like, I don't think J.J. McCarthy is anything better than he was, especially after finding out that there's a chance J.J. McCarthy knew exactly or at least – a semblance of what defense was going to come at him for the last two and a half years. I, I don't I don't think the quarterback advantage is where this game's going to be won. I think, I think whoever makes less mistakes has the advantage, but I don't think, I think these quarterbacks are, are almost dead even. It's going to be what I, I agree with the mistakes because both defenses are so good and both quarterbacks are not as like highly touted as we've seen. It's going to be what defense can make the other team's quarterback uncomfortable and be opportunistic and get the. It was kind of similar in that Penn State. Penn State definitely was is a tier below those guys, but it's like against Ohio State, if they get that fumble six, it kind of changes a little bit of the feeling and the momentum of the game. If either team can find a way to get a big turnover deep in the other team's territory, a punt return or a, a pick six or a defensive touchdown or something like that, I think that is going to be the difference. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring. Like, so if you're getting more than a field goal on either side, I think I would be comfortable with that. So I already like Ohio state. So getting a three and a half from a betting perspective seems like mm-hmm. the play for sure, but I'll probably just end up taking them 
on the money line because I do think that they they're going to win. I just don't think they're going to lose three times in a row. It's just I have to be able to picture something before, and mm-hmm. I can't necessarily picture it happening again for Michigan. I think the the bottom line is so the last couple of years I think the biggest oversight by Ohio State fans and you know media at large is everyone felt like Ohio State had more dudes because offensively they were loaded and quarterbacks you know CJ Stroud Heisman finalist both years whereas Michigan had really dominant offensive and defensive lines had a lot of guys on defense I mean if you look at that team from 2 years ago or Michigan kind of beat up Ohio State in Hutchinson, number two pick in the draft, probably should have went first overall if anyone had that pick but the Jags. They had another first-round safety. They had some corners who were playing in the NFL. David Ojabo would have been a first-round pick if he didn't tear his Achilles. They still had Blake Corum. They still had – Donovan Edwards was a freshman, but they, they didn't have a ton of like playmakers on offense necessarily, but they had the best offensive line in the country, and they, they had dudes on defense last year. Collection of dudes, Mozzie Smith, first round pick, uh, Chris Jenkins, who's back this year. Like they have some guys. I think this year, Ohio State, outside of quarterback, still has the dudes on offense with Travion Henderson, Marvin Harrison, Cade Stover, Emeka Buka, even a guy like Xavier Johnson and Julian Fleming are pretty elite level playmakers at any other school. The difference is, I think they have more dudes on defense this year. Like J22 Malau single-handedly won, closed out that Penn State game by dominating Ola Fashionu, who's going to be a top-five pick. They have Jack Sawyer, who's coming into his own, who might slip into the back of the first round. They have Mike Hall and Talik Williams, who are going to be drafted in the first three rounds. They have arguably one, if not two, potential first-round corners. And then they have Sonny Styles at safety, who, if you know when he comes time to be drafted, will probably be a first-round pick. I think this is the first time Ohio State is almost built to beat Michigan since Urban Meyer left. They just have they have the physicality and the dudes on defense to match up. Not only that though, they also have the offensive playmakers. So I think that's where the edge is. But I think this game's a, a complete toss up with especially with it being in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I mean, well, we saw. I think the Penn State defense, you can say, is on par with some with Ohio State and Michigan. Like those games were very tough defensively, and and Marv was able to to get his against Penn State. So I think that he should be able to have that same success against um, Michigan. And it is interesting because it is such a quarterback-driven sport now. But the best player on the field is going to be. Marv, the wide receivers, it's going to be a matter of can they keep McCord upright long enough to get him the ball. So it is going to be interesting. It's going to be so crazy, everything around the game. And it's pretty hard for me to imagine it not living up to to the hype, to be honest. Yeah, I think because the matchup- either way, if it's a Michigan ass beating, it's like, holy shit, no hardball, doesn't matter, nothing – no way they're going to say that like it's going to be hard to, to discount anything and it's almost going to kind of make the last it proves, two years it, it, be, yeah it's like showing yeah, it's work. like all right, yeah and then ohio state if they beat them it's like oh you don't have your coach you're not stealing our signs now we're running the ball down your throat so it's like the narrative game like both teams are already kind of like i can see both camps kind of like setting up for both scenarios more so michigan where they're like 
they need to do this to beat us. They need to make up this stuff. They need to do this, that, and the other thing. But if they lose, I know it's going to be, well, they did all this stuff. We didn't even do anything, and, and they took our coach away. They did this, that. So it's really going to be – there's going to be a lot of complaining and a lot of showboating going on no matter who wins. But that's why that's why we're going to love – that's why we love it. Yeah. I think the biggest matchup of this game on either side of the ball is going to be OSU DNs against the Michigan tackles. The Michigan tackles could not block Chop Robinson, and that's why they didn't throw the ball once in the second half. And then when Michigan has the – or when Ohio State has the ball – it's going to be the interior of Ohio State's offensive line against Michigan's D tackles because they have a couple guys who could go in the first or second round in the next couple of years up front. And if they can't run the ball and have to rely solely on McCord, it might be a little tough. All that being said, final score, I'm going to go with 31-20. Ohio State wins by two scores. Ryan Day gets his revenge. All of Buckeye Nation says that they can't beat us unless they cheat. Order is restored in the universe. Ohio State goes to Indy. Ohio State goes to the playoff. I think that I'll go Ohio. I think Ohio State's going to win. I'll go 23-21. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be tight. Late field goal at the end. But it's going to be a late Michigan field goal that, that does not, for the win, no good. Instead of a late Ohio oh State my field God. goal. We're going to get, we're gonna get the, the Ohio State field goal to take the lead. J.J. McCarthy, one-minute drill, gets down there, kicker, long kick. No good. That's my oh, prediction. my God. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm getting chills. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you, I, you think whoever it's going to be is going to roll, but I watched the Iowa play last weekend. There's a – no matter who wins, I think I'm going to – I might have to take just a little bit of Iowa just because they're of the defense. I'm like – what if they do it? That would be the ultimate chaos is is an Ohio beats a Michigan or an Ohio State in Indy. But I think like, they would still get really in. Yeah. yeah, it would just be. Yeah, it would just be chaos, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, all right, Dom, is there anything else you want to hit on before we get into these interviews? Um, The Illinois State Redbirds are good friends moving on to the second round of the uh, the, the golf showcase. Yeah, let me get a um, score update right now. They're losing twenty-five to eighteen early in the first against uh, ah. High Point. So I know their odds are about even. They're about even. I think they may have been favored by a point or two. So uh, they were big underdogs against Long, Long Beach State, who already beat Michigan this year. They really handled them. Um, but yeah, so so we covered all the football. It is Feast Week. I'm currently three and zero on Feast Week bets. So we're just going to continue that streak, continue rolling. Um, but we'll, we'll have to do a proper college basketball preview mm-hmm. once we get closer to conference play, maybe heading into that last week of the NFL season. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have to get that right up. Um, Redbirds come to, if anyone is listening to this in Chicago, the Redbirds, as we mentioned, in our previous pod will be in Chicago playing at UIC. Um on November 30th, a week from Thanksgiving. So everyone get out and support the Redbirds. Um, all right, Tom. Besides that, I think it's time to get to, uh, to some of our interviews. Yep. So we, we still know what order they're going to be in yet, but um, we're going to enjoy talking to a lot of these people. So I hope you enjoy listening and almost like a where, a where are they now type 
type episode. So. All right. First guest. Welcome back to the program live from the moving sidewalk of the Pittsburgh International Airport. It's Aaron Christ. Aaron, welcome back. Let's go. It's, it's good to be back. Is this is this number fifty? This is number fifty. Why we're that's why we're bringing, we're getting everybody back so like the uh, Seinfeld finale. Just bringing back all the characters over the over the course of what where we've been so far. Was I the first guest? This is correct. Uh, you you I think you were yeah you were in the first ones we drafted events Twitter would have been around for we were yes. Twitter for that was um, a good time. So we're, we'll fire some questions. We'll just do a quick quick catch up. Um, if you're in an airport, uh, my question: Where what seat do you prefer, and what's the what's the go to airport in flight snack drink combo? What are we looking at today on our trip to Florida? Uh, so I have a connecting flight into Baltimore, so I'm not sure about the snack situation. For my Ooh, first Baltimore flight. best if it's BWI. That is the best food airport in the country. Okay, good There's to know. There's Chick Fil A, a Chipotle, and Arby's, and a McDonald's all next to each other. That's this. You're talking my language now. Uh, on the actual plane, I will sit in the window if I am given the opportunity. Love the window because you get to see. First of all, that's like such an underrated thing on a plane is you can see like a whole city. I was yeah. I just feel like that's so cool. It's like you're basically like looking at a map, but you're in the map. <laughs> and in real an IRL, yeah, in real life map. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at night when you can see all the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or have you ever and, seen uh, fireworks go off? I have not. That that would be uh that'd be very cool. It's have crazy because they're so small. I have they're so small and you're at the city and it's like wow, when you're on the ground they seem so big, but you're just like yeah. above it all. That is cool. Uh I'll have to pencil that down for a uh a later Took a flight but- for the fourth of July. A bucket list idea of mine, <laughs> per se. Uh, but um, my go-to drink is apple juice. I only drink apple juice on planes, but it's so good on planes for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Nice. Uh, and uh, so I'd highly recommend if you if you do not drink apple juice, go for it. And then I don't. I, you don't really get to pick a snack usually, just like the the trail mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like the Biscoff cookie and a uh, ginger ale personally. The cookie is good. Ginger ale. I, I feel like that's like the most common one. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a Coke. I, I love a good Coke. I'm a Coke guy. Diet Coke. Sometimes if I mix it up, I go diet Coke, but I like diet Coke anywhere. I like ginger ale in the air. Exactly. You need to, you need to drink something you, you don't normally drink. Mm-hmm. On, on, on land, airplane. Yeah. 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 You need to drink for land, air and sea. I also mm-hmm. I've only ever drank like alcohol a couple times, because mm-hmm. um, I had like the free drink tickets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like having to pee on an airplane. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I would I, say I drinking like, alcohol on an airplane is overrated. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather drink in the airport than yep on on mm-hmm. the plane. Yeah, the only time. Before spring break, our junior year, I brought a bunch of those, like, depends where you're from, but nips, airplane bottles, whatever. <laughs> and I just dumped them in because we, we had to go so early that I was like, oh, if I just fall back asleep, like, this will put me back to sleep. So I threw, like, three Captain Morgans and a Subway Diet Coke. And I just how did that turn out? Do... I just, like, I drank it 
got a decent buzz, took a little nap, woke up, took a piss, and we landed. So like fine, but like just not kind of not worth it. Kind of kind of uh, not worth it. Uneventful. Well, yeah. you can't really do anything on a plane. Like you're yeah. just <laughs> you're just sitting there. Yeah, I played like twenty forty eight. Like was a little buzz for it, but like you know whatever. <laughs> I was I was twenty one. Spring um, break, baby. Uh, yeah. So, Dom, is that is that your question for Aaron? That was my question. Yeah. All right, uh, Aaron. My question for you is: How has uh, appearing on Cooler Talk changed your life? Is it is is the paparazzi always always around? Is it is it hard to go get a table at the uh, local pub? I was gonna say I do get recognized a lot more uh, <laughs> since my appearance. Um, I don't even remember what all I said when I was on. I remember t- I talked about Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so shouts out. Way to use your platform to spread the good word of the Lord. Shout out J-Man. Shout out J. Yeah, the big J-Man. So my boy boy J. (laughs) Maybe my life, maybe my life will have changed for the better, and I can, I can make it to the promised land because of my first appearance. So I'll I'll try not to screw that up with my second appearance here and go go down under. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you've worked your way back into a tie for first place with uh, Mike, who will quickly pass you, I think. For appearances, about, yes, he'll pass you in about maybe fifteen to thirty minutes if you're listening to this. People, people forget I was a guest appearance on the the Valentine's Day. Episode oh, you were! Well. Oh, that's right. That's three. <laughs> that's three. Aaron is in first. Yeah, which uh, that was also a good time. I enjoyed that. That's so funny. But yes, my Go life ahead. is not. It, my my life has changed for the better ever since my my last appearance. Well, that's what we how, love to hear. How, how has your lives changed since since this whole uh, since episode one? Um, I feel more committed. I, do, I have something every week that I can that I can say, I can set my watch to. It's yeah, I mean, me some I, consistency in my life. Uh, it gives me an outlet for a lot of my takes that some people over the years have grown numb to. Um, gives me a new audience to express my dislike for my sports teams. Um, I I uh, set the gym record in my intramural basketball game last week, so my life changed because of that. But that has that's happened since we started it. So now <laughs> now I can't even get a cup of coffee. It's it's impossible. I can't walk around Lakeview. People are flagging you down on on the streets. Oh, yeah, it's like every TikToker wants to talk to me, see my apartment, ask me how much I pay for rent. Like, uh, <laughs> Can you give me the, give me the breakdown of the game here? Were you talking like a playoff game? What, what was no, the no, they they were. I think it was the worst team in the league. Um, it was decided early on in the game that I yours. was I was hot, so I was going to get mine, and my my teammates contributed to that. Marsh, I don't think I've ever actually played basketball with you. Yeah, I'm really slow. Um, which is great because I'm also short. Um. But those are the two feels, things you need to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> if it feels like leather, I fucking shoot it. And I'm pretty good at that. So, do you like you like a mid range guy? Strictly no. threes. I'm, what's, I'm, what's I'm the threes, threes, free throws, a couple turnaround jump shots, maybe. I'm like, a, I'm like a Fletcher McGee crossed with like Marshall Henderson from Old Miss. <laughs> um, yeah. So, a lot of, lot of off ball movement. Um, that's, like the most honest, that's the most honest player comp anyone's ever given themselves. <laughs> no, 
I mean, both those guys were absolute studs. They're back in school. Yeah, they were, they they didn't really go too far. I think they both played overseas, but Fletcher okay. McGee's probably still playing. Yeah. I feel like Marshall Henderson had some like, uh, I don't know, attitude issues or legal yeah. issues, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I've I've had my fair share of, of attitude and at times legal issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just that's the the land shark. That was my guy. I loved him when I was younger. Yeah. Um. So I, I grew Marsh, up in his ever, shadow. Have you ever played basketball with Dom? I I don't think so. No. no. All right. Well, we'll have to get together and, and hoop sometime. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be that'll for, be your fourth for appearance on the pod for a for hundred yeah. yeah. in person basketball <laughs> tournament. Yeah, uh, incredible, incredible. All right, Aaron, did Speak, did you have a question for us? Well, I was going to say, speaking of basketball, do we do we have an update on the birds right now? Does anyone have? Yes, any? it's thirty high point thirty seven Illinois State thirty at the half. Okay, okay, good, good. That's a uh, that's in striking distance. Yes. Uh, my yes, my question for you guys is, what are the one or two or three things you would like to do before you die? So I've been working toward this often. It's all about consistency, and then it's it's uh, what do they say? Opportunity, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. I yep. want to win a fifty-fifty raffle at a sporting event. <laughs> And I buy the ticket every time, and I've I've never won. And I think last time we came on, we talked. You have won before at a basketball game, Aaron. But I've I'm just longing for the day where I can win a fifty fifty raffle. Shoot or shoot. It's got to keep putting it up, and and it's it's it. such a great name. Whoever came up with the name fifty fifty raffle is great because you think that you have a fifty percent chance. Like, oh, 50-50. I, I got a good, pretty good odds here. Is it, isn't it? it because half goes to charity or half goes yeah. to something? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so the total that's you see answer. is only half, too. Have, have you ever been close? Like, you have, like, the, the first couple numbers? Uh, the the first or... couple, yeah, like, in the first punch, but never down to, like, never. I've never been off by, like, one or two numbers. I think you just got to start going to random New Jersey high school gyms. Yeah. Like, I got like yeah, the, I gotta the, go to the like least the, the like least Don crowded Bosco. ones. Yeah. 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 Don Bosco. There we go. Yeah. Is, is that uh, where Tom uh, Vito is from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like right by Taylor's house, actually. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, I, I hope I hope you get to do that one day because that's a that's an awesome goal. As you mentioned, I have won a fifty fifty raffle before and it is it is quite electric. So I uh, I wish you the best of luck. That um i'm actually along similar lines i i like dom put some thought into this i want to so my easy answer and i've been asked this question at work is just be at a championship parade of one of my teams but my answer number two um that i thought about last night is i want to hit a half court shot to win a prize <laughs> like <laughs> one of the podcasts i listened to this guy went to san diego state and he made the shot and they told him it was for a car. And then he looked at it and they were like, we didn't think you were going to make that. It's actually only a two month lease and or a two year lease. Maybe that makes more sense. But I was actually at also at the Ohio State game where if you've ever seen the video, it's kind of like viral now. It's a guy in the hot dog costume 
And the lady asks him his name. And he was like, my friends call me Sam, but you can call me anytime. Or I forget his name exactly, but he says, you can call me anytime. (laughs) He dribbles up. He's got like three seconds still to keep dribbling because the whole thing was like, it didn't have to be half court. You got as far as you could and you got to make it. He pulls up from half court in a hot dog suit and drains (laughs) it. And it was the whole place went nuts. Ohio State got fucking crushed that game. It was Thad Mata's introduction into like the osu hall of fame they got destroyed i think they played clemson maybe but it was one of the most electric things i've been a part of and i now want to like i want to i don't care if it's like i i always thought it'd be on college game day when i was a kid like the basketball version yeah they never came to ohio state i think that like stopped being a thing once we were in college but i want to get called out there at half court and I just want to, it doesn't have to be a half court shot. It could be a three. It could be anything, but I just want to wet that fucking shot, win my prize and walk back to my seat and be like, everybody's going to see me on sports center night and be like, wow, that kid has a pretty good jump shot. Well, lucky for you guys. I think you can accomplish your, both of your goals together in the same night at the same location. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's going to be episode. That's episode 150 episode yeah. 150. Live show, live show from normal. That could be, yeah. Could, now we're definitely happen. get this to happen. Oh my god, that'd be incredible. <laughs> this needs to happen. That would be very funny if they let you go out at halftime and just shoot a bunch of half court shots until you made one. I mean, it can't <laughs> be that hard to get in touch. We'll we'll have to talk to Mike after the game when we get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that, bring that up. That's incredible. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Anything else for us? Uh, I have to tell you what, what, uh, my, my bucket list item is. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, I've, I've literally thought about this since like I was still playing high school sports, which is so sad, but I already knew I was washed and I was never going to like actually go anywhere with my athletic abilities, but I want to coach my child's little league team to the little, the little league world series. (laughs) Why, uh, my mom's brother, so my cousin played in the Little League World Series, and my mom's brother was the coach until the year before, and he quit because he said coaching kids, especially in All-Stars, because, like, there's not as much subbing. Like, you kind of play the best kids. He, yeah. said the par- he said having to deal with the parents wasn't worth it. He just wanted to be a dad. The next year, they go to the Little League World Series. Oh, my God. So he Brutal. almost lived it. He almost lived Brutal. it. Wow. Yeah, but. It would just be – I don't even need to win the World Series, the Little League World Series, but just getting there and, like, having your kid play on TV would be incredible. That's an awesome so, goal. So for, step one would be having the kid. Uh, yeah. And then step two would be making sure that they're good at baseball or softball. And then and then we get, we, get, we build from there. Brick by brick. Brick, yeah, brick, brick, yeah. brick. I can't wait till you maybe one day you have a kid and your your post is all right, step one complete. Step yeah. two in process yeah. is just like holding a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated uh how that how that's going. <laughs> You'll have to yeah, announce your your uh child live on the show. <laughs> Baby reveal? Yeah, gender reveal. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you boys having me on. I'm uh, I'm proud to see uh, all the steps you've taken here to 50 episodes. Cool to talk. You're doing the clubhouse three th- three appearances on six percent of episodes. Hell yeah! Uh, I don't think that uh, I guess that math is correct. Yeah. Um, you know your stuff. Great math. Yeah. 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 
Let's go. Business <laughs> major, right. Dom DeFonso. <laughs> All right, fellas. That was, that was I got a flight to catch here, uh, but enjoy the rest of your evenings. All and, right. and Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners out there. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your apple juice. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm thankful for you, boys. <laughs> Thank you. Thankful you for too, you, Dan. Man. See you, man. See ya. All right. Welcoming on fan favorite guest. Episode did, did great numbers. Horse betting expert George live from Hoboken. Maybe not because it's Thanksgiving, but Hoboken George, how are we? Oh, I'm doing great, guys. Thrilled to be here on Blackout Wednesday. Hope everyone's getting ready for a great night out. Excited to come on here and uh, give us all some early Christmas presents. Get ready for that Black Friday shopping. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Parsh, what's going on, man? Great to hear from you. First Good to time, see you too, time. George. <laughs> where yeah, uh, where are you where are you at right now, George? I'm in Monmouth County now, staying at my parents' house. Just I'm on my way. I'm just going to get a quick bite to eat. Nothing too crazy for me. We this board this weekend has me up a wall. I have no time to drink or be in any sort of clouded mind. I need to be <laughs> wire sharp on this board this weekend. Units are being deployed. I've been right, what do you, this week, but yeah, let's hear it. Give out some, this is how we're going to buy the Christmas gifts. We need the picks to buy the gifts. Yeah. Well, listen, I am very thankful for the line that Vegas has given us on this game right here. This team is coming off of a loss against quite literally St. Mary Catholic school for the blind and deaf. They are one of the worst teams in the sec currently. Their record is inflated. The current line for this game, and I'm talking about Alabama versus Auburn, is 14. Yes, this is the Iron Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. The only kick six that I'm worried about this year is me kicking that line up to minus 20 Alabama. (laughs) Bet it once, bet it twice, get back in line at the window until they sell out. This game is an absolute lock. The only thing you're going to regret is that you didn't bet more on this game. Roll, tide, roll. It's all about the tide this week, baby. That's huge. I want to... You talk about the tide because me and you, me and you, George, have we are up. Yeah, we are. We have hit the tide. National champions, fifteen to one at the best number. I saw you get them at seven to one again yesterday. We got five That's and a half. Right. We got everything in between. We're hitting them left, right, and center. So we're all Listen, on the tide. Left, right, and center. I I bet it as much as I say it. I've bet it once. I've bet it twice. I've bet it a third time now. Listen, I I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide, especially Saturday. War damn eagle, that bird, that eagle is as dead as the bird that got hit by Randy Johnson's fastball in 2001. That is a dead bird for the Auburn Tigers or whatever their mascot is. I mean, how ridiculous is that? I mean, just totally, totally abhorrent. I mean, this Alabama team, they might win by 40. The only thing I'm worried about is if they get up too early, they'll take their starters out. They'll take out Milrose or Milrose, whatever, however you say the last name. But that's the only thing I'm worried about at this game is that is them getting up too much too early. But, yes, Dom, love this Nick Saban defense. This game's going to come down to the SEC championship, as we all know. If they win, they're in. Let's not complicate it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the college football playoff. You can't have college football without an SEC champion in the playoff. And if they do, then it's a total sham. And, you know, Scott Van Pelt must have told them, I bet Alabama this year, and that's why they, uh, they kicked him out. That's what oh, I'll that's say. That's awesome. George, do you have a, do you have any questions for us? Oh, well, Parsh, listen, I'll say, you know, of course the game this Saturday, give me your thoughts, man. 
Um, so we were we were previewing it a little earlier in the pod. My my biggest concerns are the the big play. We let up a lot of big plays last year. I think the defense is better this time, though. But a lot more guys. I'm worried about our interior offensive line against their D tackles. But I think we have a great advantage on the D uh, our D ends against their offensive tackles. So my final yeah. prediction. I gave it earlier in the pod. I'm going to go 31-20 Ohio State over wow. Michigan in Ann Arbor. Ryan Day gets to talk his shit after the game. Order is restored in the universe. Roll damn bucks. Wow, I like that. I like that. Just about 10 and a half. Funny enough, listen, I actually agree with you. I think that line, the minus three, is disrespectful. Should be closer to minus 10 Michigan. Go blue, baby. I'm <laughs> five-unit game of the year. No way they're losing. They're playing for Coach Harbaugh. Let's go blue in the big house. Free Harbaugh. Free Harbaugh. No, he didn't die. He cheated. He didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Tough one. Uh, we'll see. Listen, we'll see. Guys, come Saturday. Are you listen, are you going guys, out tonight, George? I want I want you to tell the people the the Hoboken George special for a great night out. In case anyone wants to switch up a Friday a Friday or Saturday night, what's your drink yeah. special? you to get yeah, ready. Yeah, just get a sugar free Red Bull and six mixed slims, and you're good. You're good. That'll shut you up. It's a tried and tested formula. Many, many nights on that one. You'll be good. No, I'm, I'm taking it. Like I said, the bar, the board this weekend, I, I need to be as sharp as possible. Going out for a quick bite, but nothing crazy for me tonight. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. But listen, guys, I'm, uh, I'm heading out on my way. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. God bless. Okay. Good luck Incredible. on the board. Incredible. We'll Thanks, be- George. We'll have you on soon. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Kevin right. Barkley, welcome back to the show. What's going on? Good to be back. Where are you off to? You in mobile? We are. Uh, I'm back in my hometown of Cincinnati. We're going out, you know, Blackout Wednesday, a little tradition. Yes. As, as many partake in, so we're going to the local watering hole. Got my boy. I keep saying we. It's here with my, my friend Sean, otherwise known as Larry. What's up, Larry? Local Ohio State legend, as well as Cincinnati legend. <laughs> Yeah, we're making a beer stop. So hang, hang with us. That's uh, what's I drink bars? What's I drink bars? Uh, you got to start light. Go Michelob Ultra. It's a long Michelob. night. Yeah. What's Six Michelob on? Ultras and a and a Red Bull. The Hoboken George and Bull. a sugar free Red Bull vodka soda. <laughs> Sorry, Red Bull vodka. Yeah, that sounds like Dallas State. I don't know if I can keep up with that. <laughs> yeah. What's the? Uh... I, I got a question because I've I've seen a lot of discourse. Overrated or underrated? You think tonight is because some people are saying it's overrated. I think this is one of the best nights of the year to go out. Me too. I, I'm beyond excited. I, the, the group chat buzzes. You know, you probably get there and you're shoulder to shoulder. And is it underwhelming compared to what you're thinking it's going to be? Probably. But do you get to see a bunch of people that you don't always get to see and you know kick it back again? I, I love it. I think part of tomorrow being really hungover is fun too. I think that that morning battle you get through, they end up getting that button down on, get over to the family. It's a good deal. I, I'll say it's uh, properly rated. I won't say that it's underrated by any means. It gets sucked up a lot. Yeah, though the hangover, getting to watch Lions football while hungover is a timeless. Yeah, a time, yeah no timeless. doubt. 
No yeah, but I got a question. How many uh, how many times tonight will, if I never blew out my knee, I would have walked on at Ohio State going to come out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah. I've got my weather app ready. I've got the, the knee <laughs> calculator locked in. Uh, I'm setting my side hug line with the females at 34 and a half. And I, That's huge. Personally, I'm, I'm on the over. And I know I have a You're on the over. What are the odds on that? I heard the over is like minus 250. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is and it's only getting worse. So I would just get in now. Uh, <laughs> a lot of side hugs, a lot of, you know, how, how's Nashville going? Good, good. What about you? You know, a little 15 second conversation. Never hurt anybody, but. People love Nashville. It's a great. Yeah, that's a great. That's that's a cool. You're probably one of the people people want to ask questions to. It's, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. You should tell do people I, you drive one of the uh, you drive the pedal bar, the bachelorette pedal yeah. bar. That's what you do on the weekends. You drive it. You know, I was wondering. There's a bunch of like um, tour tour guide buses that go through the city, and I'm always like, what are they looking at? There's not really much in Nashville outside of, you know, downtown's obviously its own animal, and then, but they're driving around the whole city. And I found out like a week ago, they're actually doing stand up. They're doing comedy on those tours. So oh, parts, that's you know, your board for that, Kev. You can yeah, like, rip a few jokes. We, we could just open one of those up. <laughs> we'll, we'll be in contact on that one. Yeah. We just need to get a, a bus or something. We can get a bus. I know a bus guy. <laughs> you got a bus guy? All right. <laughs> I got a bus guy in Nashville. Everyone needs a bus cool. guy. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right, Kev, any, any my, questions my, for my, us? I got a couple. All right, here we go. Here's a sports question slash take I have that I'm curious. Dom, I'm especially curious to hear your thoughts here. I know you're, I don't know, Philly's been keeping you involved with baseball here recently. Um, with all of this new technology, AI, et cetera, how come we aren't getting every call right in a strike zone? I feel like, that's, I feel like we have that capability. I think what, it's like, what, what is a catch? What is the strike zone? It's, it's ambiguous. It's, it's interesting. It's like, it's like, in a, it's like with basketball, you find out in the first five minutes, are we going to be able to hand check? Are we not? Are you going to get that inside outside corner? It's a give what, and take. What, we don't need. What good comes from getting calls wrong? Uh, the human element, man. It's part of, it's, it's an art. Stop making sports a science. Sports are an art. Just you get mad at that ref? Yeah, it's part of the game. And you get something you, to blame. You need that so that you can complain when you lose that the ref. Yeah, that the ref fucked you. Okay. Okay. Uh, second question: College basketball underway. I'm gonna get my bets out. Let's probably sit around 500 so far. Nothing crazy. Um, who are my most undervalued teams that I need to get in now on on the book? Ooh. Who do I not know about? Uh, the Illinois State Redbirds. This really. Great. Well aware. Well aware of the Reds. They're battling right now. I don't know. I haven't seen that. They are. Wait, let's get us. We did this yesterday. Let's get a score update. Redbirds. Kev, I don't know if they're underrated anymore, but Kentucky started the year ranked 16th, and I personally think they're one of the three best teams in the country. Oh, Redbirds are getting worked. Hold on. I lost it for a second. I was going to say, maybe Uh, don't get a score update. Oh. Uh, Redbirds aren't the Redbirds are down. Redbirds are down. They're gonna fight back though. They're a second half team. They're down by oh, six there we go. So, sorry, I forgot to get cast. No fucking way. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm putting you on with Larry. Give him three minutes of your time. Yeah, all right, Hi, Larry. Larry. Oh, dude, I'm gonna go to the liquor store. Take the, take I'm going to the liquor store. I take him on a joyride. <laughs> What's up, fellas? 
What's up, Larry? All right. What's Larry, your do you have a question for us? <laughs> I do not. I don't kick me off with a question, or you guys got one for me? Are you, national, no, you got anything? You're, uh, who's your national champion? College football. It's got to be the Bucks. It's got to be the Bucks. I think we beat Michigan. I'm taking alt line minus 13 and a half. Oh, yep, yep. And then Ohio State's going to move up to the one seed. I think we fucking kill Washington. And then Georgia's going to be tough. I think we hit the field goal to end it. Oh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a little reverse. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about this guy copied my outfit tonight? All guys are the same. All right, Kev, you got anything for us before we let you go? I didn't. I didn't hear the end of that college basketball answer. I guess the people did. Was it Kentucky? Oh, I was gonna say Kentucky started the year ranked sixteenth. I think they're a top five team. Um, trying to think who else. Okay. I'm a big. I love the Big East, but we got three te- te- three teams in the top ten. But outside that. People might be sleeping on Villanova after wow. a down year last year. I know they lost a Fortune the 500 over. company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fortune 500 company. Hey, okay. they're in a little bit of a, rece- a recession. Two two quarters of negative growth for Villanova, but that yep. just means they're yep. On- yep. Get in now. Get in now. Get in now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's all I had. I'm sorry. We're, we're kind of in a we're in blue it's right life. now. Life. Appreciate life. you guys having me on. Thanks, Kev. We'll have you on again soon. All right, let's do it. See you guys. Oh, peace. Thanks, buddy. All right. Welcome back from the Valentine's Day special. Grace <laughs> Nani. Grace. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back. This is so fun. This was unexpected. <laughs> yeah, we're getting the gang back together, making our rounds to everybody that's been with us along this point so um welcome back you're you're important part and part of the journey so we're we're gonna have some questions to you a quick catch up uh any i'm going to the bar tonight thanksgiving eve any <laughs> any advice any lines since we from the valentine's day episode i don't really remember to pick up any old high school crushes is that oh. a good idea old high school crushes um Okay, well, your outfit has to be put together. Are you, um, Dom? You're looking pretty dapper. Are you going out right after this episode? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I got my my Miller Lite too. A little pre. Oh wow! Casting. That's that's really exciting. Okay, so the outfit's down. Um, well, don't get too blacked out. That's probably number one. That's good advice. Um, I feel like. I feel like an old high school crush, like they probably already know you kind of a little too well. So um, maybe just like come in looking, looking like you, um, like you're above the the high school drama that you used to be a part of, you know? New fancy man from New York comes back home. Yeah, exactly. Like you're working at, you're working at corporate America. You're killing it. Is lying okay? Can I lie? No, do not lie. No, it's not lying. Just say you're workshopping a character. That's yeah, the key. If you ever want to get away with lying, just say you're workshopping a character. Most impressive job for 
Like if your girlfriend texted you and said, I met this boy, he's a blank. That's like the most impressive title to have. Like for for a job. Yeah, for a job. Um, that's a hard question. Fine. Actually, actually, um, actually, I just recently experienced this. My friend texted me and she said she's going on a date um, and the guy's a nurse. And I thought that was like a really good job. Like he cares about people, but he's not like super busy being a doctor. Like he's a nurse and he like works hard, but is not like. It's a little, not a lot of male nurses too. It's a little bit. Yeah, exactly. As the son of a male nurse, I appreciate this. Shows I was raised well. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they're just like nice people and they like know how to take care of someone and they like care. Wow. All right. Nurse Dom tonight. No, you're, but you're not. an emergency room nurse and you save lives, <laughs> but you have enough time because you only save lives like eight hours a day. Yeah, Dom, I don't know, like with that mustache, if that's believable. I feel like nurses aren't allowed to have mustaches for some reason. <laughs> I just have to wear the hairnet right from my nose. <laughs> yeah, the mustache hairnet. <laughs> okay, but don't lie. That's okay, like, that's that's a large lie. To say you're a nurse, what if there's follow up questions? Uh, the medulla oblongata is the largest part of the brain. I'm a, also, so you're a brain nurse. Yeah, a <laughs> just con- a brain nurse. I just do. I really just do the concussion test for kids <laughs> at high school. So I send them. Brain <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Should I bring my yearbook and try to get it signed by people? That's oh a good god. bit. Actually, that's good. That's like, pretty good. I know this is late, but I really wanted you to sign this. Yeah, you're really, yeah, be like, I didn't get this on the last okay. day. <laughs> you're missing. I need this in my yearbook. And then, oh, maybe that's a good way to like pick up a date. Have her put wow. your number down. Yeah. Be like, I, I got a new phone, you know? That's great. I might have to bust out, dust off the yearbook. <laughs> But if it's like a hardcover giant yearbook, maybe it is. no, it is. It is. <laughs> How committed Dom, are you to this bit, though? Did either of you win superlatives in high school? No, I was class clown, which is that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of those weird ones. Like, I guess people thought I was funny, but like, you're never like, oh yeah, I was so sick. I was the class clown. Yeah, no, that I that's a good one though. Dom, I can't believe you weren't anything. I know people. I was slept on in high school. That's why I'm excited to go back. I'm excited to go back and flex on everybody. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I mean, was now that you're dressed. a male nurse, I was yeah. best dressed. If anyone cared. Oh wow, oh, that's. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a fun one. Yeah, that is. A good it's one. a fun one. I bring out, bring that's- out these days. I put it's on my resume for my um retail career that I'm. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good. That's a good- Almost impossible to fact check too. I should start putting that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they don't like hold those records. Like unless they like interviewed someone else who went to your high school, they're like, "Do you mind just checking the yearbook for us, real quick?" Yeah, a reference. They're gonna call your high school. Was this kid really the class? We want to hire, but we want to make sure that he was really the class clown. <laughs> That's uh, funny. I have a I have a question for you, Grace. Too. How? Um, I know you're not like as as big into football as some of the people that we have on. But you went to Ohio State. Do you still hate yeah. me as much as the next guy? Oh, yeah. 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 I hate, 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 hate. I'm so excited for this weekend. 
but I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. Because you're a homegrown, you're Ohio born and raised. So yeah, exactly. It's not in your blood as much, Parsh. I know. No, it was, I'm, I'm a uh, Husky by birth, a Buckeye by girth, but Grace is just true blue. Oh my God. That's quite the saying. Um, (laughs) No. Yeah. I, I grew up hating Michigan. So I have to, and I always will. And my Grace, children with, will never go there. <laughs> with uh, with dating a Penn State grad, what do you think? Is this still the biggest game on the schedule? Or do you oh, feel yes. like yes. even? Wow, that's saying a lot. That's kind of awesome. Because I would personally like if Taylor went to a different school than me, I would be like priority number one is win that game and then okay, Michigan. Well, but yeah, no, like I look at Penn State like we're going to beat them. So, okay, that's, yeah, that's good. I guess that's, that's good. I mean, there's no dispute. <laughs> so I'm more like, I can't wait, but, and I also feel bad for Aaron. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of like, but actually we were just talking. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but he doesn't remember the entire day after the game. And it caused a little rift in our relationship, but um, we're doing fine. <laughs> That's good. You move on. It's all about adversity and overcoming. Band noon yeah. kickoffs. I blame noon kickoffs. He was like, at the end, he was like, Grace, honestly, thanks for feeding me because I would not have eaten all this. It's like, yeah, probably not. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Grace, do you have any questions for us with this being our 50th episode? Yeah. Are you guys um, planning anything new for the next 50? <laughs> um do no not or is to, this is this the end <laughs> no no, no, no there's we're, more there's we're gonna keep going but i feel like you have to add in like a new segment now that it's you're something. at the 50th i would love to do something to to finally be together for one i think that would be yeah fun. yeah we need oh, to you, yeah within the next 50 where our goal is to do one on site together and then the next 50 after that we're uh we're when you you guys when people hear this episode they'll know our two goals that we told Aaron we're gonna try and accomplish those within the next a hundred. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. Goals yeah, I what? feel like being together. Also, Harsh, I love your microphone. I was gonna say you guys should like create um, you should like really work on your branding. Yeah, that's 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 the next step. We we've established ourselves. We got to build the brand. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah, you have to like put your marketing out there for the people to the people to know who you are. Yeah. Expand. Um, now we want to be, we've set the foundation. Yeah. Now- yeah, we uh we, we have some things in the works behind the scenes working on. I love this for you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> also, Dom didn't know your middle name was Andrew. Yeah, d- dad, I'm dad. Dom <laughs> That's another one you could use tonight. Yeah. <laughs> my initials are dad. Did you know that? <laughs> so oh my God. Book, I'm a nurse. Yeah. Did you guys have um quotes in high school? Senior quotes. Probably they didn't last do quotes senior year. We did quotes, but I just used the one um that my grandpa did. So my grandma would be happy. And it worked. She was pretty happy. What, what was it? Uh it was like 
hope for the best, expect the worst, which I feel like is pretty good being like a Jets, Ohio State, Mets fan. Like that's, yeah. that is, that's how I feel about Saturday is I, I'm hoping yeah. for the best, but I'm expecting to lose just because it's easier to swallow that way. Yeah. I feel like that quote just really aligns with everything in life. That's great. Yep. That's funny. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> um, my my I, quote was Nani your business. Ooh. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask it. What was your was your Pilates class on the reformer? Because I've done one of those before. Pretty tough. Yes, and um, Hannah taught it. My oh. roommate Hannah Chodson. Um, she killed it. I've never been to one of her classes before. It was awesome. That's great. Yeah, no, those classes are tough. Those machines are crazy. They're hard just to figure out how to work, and then you gotta, yeah, you gotta engage the core and like what everything means, like all the movements. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm so excited for your next fifty. Are you celebrating? Do you have a birthday cake or something? We should have a cake or cut a cake, but no, we'll celebrate hopefully with a Buckeye win because I'm on the Buckeyes too. All right, let's go. That's a good that's a good end note for this podcast. Yes. All right, Dom. I right. think that's our last interview. Yeah. What a so, round of what a crew. What a what a great way to finish off 50 episodes. Big night tonight, big day tomorrow. Friday the Jets play, so that's not a really big day, but then Saturday, biggest game of the season. Start the let's start the next 50 with a win. Let's do it. Let's go. Go Bucks.